what is going on my fellow royal watchers i am your host reese and you are listening to the sipping royalty podcast yay i'm back uh applause 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 i don't have any sound effects uh with me right now so i can't do it but um i know that you are clapping and crying because i am back uh so thank you everybody uh, <laughs> um, you can follow me on the socials. I'm at Sipping Royal Tea on the Twitters, um, Sipping Royal Tea Pod on Instagram. Um, I'm Sipping Royal Tea on Tumblr. I haven't been on the socials a lot lately, but you know, when I'm there, just tweet at me, message me. I always answer most of the time usually I answer yeah I answer I'm good I'm good at answering I don't see your messages right away but I do answer eventually um you can also hit that subscribe button you're listening hit that subscribe button I want you to subscribe to the podcast it's available on Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Spotify wherever you get your podcast um so please subscribe and leave me a five-star review if you're being a nice person, if you like the podcast, uh, pretty please. So, yeah, everybody, I'm back. And we are on day, I don't know, 500, 1,000, however many, like, this endless pand- pandemic. Um, so, yeah, it's, it's tough times in the world right now, and I just felt like, I needed to get away from everything else that's happening. Like, <clears throat> I mean, at least here in America. If you live in America, you probably know about everything happening. Um, not pandemic related, just the racism and the the racism is unending. But the everything else, the murder of. Um, George, uh, uh, I forget his name. I'm so sorry. Um, but you know, and Ahmad Aubrey and our president is a friggin' racist and he is be- being openly racist, uh, on television. So yeah, that's a thing. That's what we are. That's the time we are living in. So I don't know. I wanted to give you, well, I wanted to give me a break and hopefully it'll give you a break too because um it's uh yeah it's rough out here in these streets and we all need a break right um I'm George Floyd is his name I'm very sorry that I forgot but his name um the man murdered in Minnesota by the police was George Floyd um so yeah sorry I couldn't I couldn't go on without saying his name um so yeah and lately there hasn't been a ton of royal news because of the the pandemic but today y'all we got genuine royal tea so let's sip it um right now I am sipping birthday tea um it's not my birthday you probably know that I talk about my birthday a lot uh it's March 17th if you want to buy me a gift um uh so yeah it's not my birthday but uh I had this tea for a while and I forgot to drink it I meant to drink some on my birthday but um 
I forgot. And so here we are. Mm. One more thing. It's um it's like an herbal tea. It's from Harney, I think. Anyway, I liked the canister. Um <laughs> and so yeah, that's why I bought it. I bought it because no, I bought it because I needed to to it was the last one I added to my cart and I needed um <laughs> need to go over a certain price to get the the discount um <laughs> and this is the one that took me over so happy birthday to me anyway so I'm recording this on May 31st uh you probably know that this was supposed to be princess Beatrice's wedding day and obviously that's not happening right now and who knows when it'll happen but <clears throat> That's the occasion on which I am recording this podcast. Princess B's birthday. Or not birthday. Mm. Birthday on mine. Princess B's uh, former wedding day. Hopefully it'll happen for her. You know, the pandemic will end. There will be world peace and she will be able to marry uh, that guy. Whatever his name is. It doesn't even matter anymore. Um, <laughs> um, so... Like I said, we have genuine royalty this week. But before we get into it, I'm going to talk about all the other things that have been happening. And it won't take that long because there's not been a lot happening. There's only been, you know, Zoom meetings. So um, it's been battle of the Zoom calls. You know, everybody, <laughs> there's not been a whole a ton happening in the royal world. Um, uh Kate and William did a Zoom call to um to to <laughs> to announce bingo for uh I think a retirement home. Um <clears throat> so that's really cute. I mean, I don't know if you can, can I don't know if you can watch that video. I don't know if anybody put that online, but you do get uh we did hear about it, so I wanted to talk about it. And so I talked about it. Um <laughs> the Sussexes, um, Harry had another Zoom call. He's got the whole uh, pandemic beard going. Um, let me just say, before I get into what Harry did, um, I still think that, that Prince Harry has very deceptive hair. Um, I will not move on from this. I will continue to, it, you know, like people have that, uh, their <laughs> <laughs> there are some people that have that uh, conspiracy theory that um, what's his name Stevie Wonder is not actually blind that he <laughs> that he's been faking it um, <laughs> and go look for it. I'm not being like um, ableist or anything. There is like people who <laughs> who I think genuinely believe um, that Stevie Wonder is not <laughs> not actually blind. Um, um, so, and I am someone who believes that Prince Harry's bald spot may not be a real thing. Now, I can't come up with a reason why he he would fake a big old bald spot, but his hair is very deceptive to me. Like, sometimes it's like, oh my God, Harry, don't turn to the back. Like, please, people, don't turn, don't take pictures of him from the back. It doesn't look good. He's going bald. He's young and he has red hair. It's all a problem. Then there are other times, like I'm looking at him during this pandemic and I'm like, it looks like his hair is growing back. I don't know, maybe getting away from the royal family, uh, you know, makes their hair grow out. It's like either you get you get your hair 
um, or you get to be in <laughs> you get to be in the royal family. And Harry chose hair. Uh, good for him. I would have chosen hair too. I don't. I wouldn't look good bald. Like most of us wouldn't look good bald. I mean, look at William. <sighs> so sorry for him. Everybody, uh, pour one out for for the hair that Prince William used to have because he used to have a nice head of hair. Uh, <sighs> no shade. Uh, not right now. <clears throat> anyway, so Harry did a Zoom call. He did one. Uh, he did a Zoom call to one of his um, patronages. Uh, he wrote a letter to them. It was about the, I forget what the 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 patron is called, but it's about the the landmines, um, and how they're still doing their work uh, during the pandemic. So that is that you know that was good. He did a Zoom call. Uh, he's got his pandemic beard. Everything is uh, is okay with him. Uh, what else happened? <clears throat> oh, Megan. Megan has been having private or. They say secret phone calls. She's been having, they call it secret while they're reporting on it. So it's obviously not a secret. So the Mayhew, Megan's patronage, patronage um, the animal shelter is having problems um, right now. They don't, they're not getting the, they are 100% uh, supported by donations from the public. They don't get uh, any government assistance and obviously right now with the pandemic, they haven't been able to fundraise the way that they used they used to um, because of social distancing and all of that. So they're having a lot of problems, you know, feeding the animals and just surviving. So they've been having uh, private calls with Megan. She's been keeping in touch with them, uh, trying to... I mean, we don't know the the substance of the phone calls, obviously, but I'm assuming that she's trying, she's not just calling to see how they're doing and she's trying to come up with a plan for how to help them survive because they don't just, um, they're not just an animal shelter. <clears throat> they also do work in the community. Um, I believe part of their outreach in the community is having um, the homeless um, help with the animals, um, not volunteer, but they use the animals to, uh, to help the homeless. I don't, I don't know the, the, the details of it, but I do know that it's, it's something like that and it's very important. And so, um, if you can donate to them, that would be very nice. Um, they need something like the six, six or $7,000 a month, uh, just to be, like the bare minimum is like $7,000 a month for them to take care of all the animals and do everything that they need to do in order to, to survive. So go to the Mayhew, search for the Mayhew and um, donate to them. They need, they need the help. So yeah, that's what Megan, Harry, Kate, William have been up to. Um, does anybody care what Prince Charles and, and Camilla have been up to? Um, the queen is still is MIA. I haven't heard anything about her. Um, so yeah, I don't think she's dead though. So, I mean, that's a good thing. It's not funny. I'm sorry. Um, <laughs> but I don't think she's dead. I think we would have heard about that. Um, what else? Uh, I haven't been really keeping up with her. So maybe she is doing something. I don't know. She's 94. You guys, I can't, I can't be expected to keep up with a 94 year old woman. Um, what else? What else is happening? 
I don't have anything in front of me right now because I wasn't prepared to talk about anything else, but I thought that I should probably talk about some other stuff and not just go into the the gossipy stuff. I should talk about something substantive. I don't know, be a serious uh, royal podcaster or something. Mm. And you probably say, Reese, you are not serious. We don't come to you expecting seriousness, but I'm trying to be better, you guys. Don't don't judge me. Um <laughs> So, what else is happening? Um, I can't think of anything else. Like, it's been really dry in the streets. There's Since nobody can go out. Now, <clears throat> I do... I haven't been paying close attention, but I do think that uh, things are about to start opening up. Um, the pandemic still ongoing, but I believe in the UK they're able to start going out some maybe a little bit or maybe it'll be they'll be able to go out um a little bit in like maybe the next few days or weeks or something like that uh so i don't know once that happens maybe we'll have more royal stuff going on i do know that there's a question now about whether the cambridge kids will go back to school <clears throat> because maybe schools are opening like i don't know like that's so that's so wild to me. I'm this pandemic is gonna go on forever. Like we're going to get another wave in this pandemic. And I'm so like, oh you guys. We have terrible leadership, like here in the US. Um and you guys, uh, if you're in the UK, I'm sorry for you. You have Boris Johnson and it's a whole mess. Like he's he's another Trump. We, we are so, we are fucked. Um, I've been, I've been really good about my language. I was going to try to stay away from the, the explicit tag, but you guys, we got all kinds of problems. All of us. Let's all hold hands. I'm an atheist, but you know, we can say a prayer too. Uh, if you, if you want, if somebody knows a prayer, say a prayer. We all need it. Um, so yeah, there's let's get into this tea because this is good this is some good stuff. So, uh about 5 days ago, Tattler, Tattler, how do you how do you pronounce it? Tattler. It's T A T L E R. Tattler magazine um published a story on their website called I believe it's called Catherine the Great um now, Kate Middleton is going to be on the July-August cover of Tatler Magazine. And she didn't pose for it. They just used an old, they used an old picture of her in a white gown. <clears throat> Very pretty gown. And um, so they, they published the story on their website early. Um, now, and I don't know if the, I don't know if the magazine is out already, but you can go read the this story on the website and it's the the cover of the the magazine says Catherine the Great and the story uh the the article by Anna Pasternak is called Her Royal Highness the Duchess of Cambridge is crowned Catherine the Great on the July August cover cover and Kate Middleton stars going stratospheric as the country looks to the monarchy for morale Anna Pasternak charts her ascent so that's the whole thing um, on the Tatler website. So just some backstory. 
The current editor, I believe he's the editor of Tatler Magazine, is Richard Denon. Richard Denon is a old school mate of Catherine the Great. Um, they went. To, I I don't know. I don't think they went to. Where did they go? I forget what what school they went to together. Maybe was it Saint? Whatever. They went to school together. They were friends in school. Um, and so now he's the editor of Tatler Magazine. If you, I don't know. I don't know if he's still on Instagram. He, he was on Instagram <clears throat> not that long ago. And he, um, he, he had made posts about Kate, um, Kate meeting his mother, things like that. Now, after this story came out, I believe a few days after this story came out, he archived all of his posts on Instagram and he's, I don't think he's there anymore. I mean, as a re- I hadn't checked back, checked back again, but I do, as of a few days ago, he was, um, he wasn't, uh, he wasn't on Instagram anymore and everything was archived. Um, so, oh, no so he deleted he he deleted or archived all of his posts so his his um right now his his instagram is completely empty no posts it says no posts and um it just gives you a a link to tatler to subscribe to the magazine so um yeah oh and he posted so 23 hours ago, he posted a picture of Tatler and bystanders, like an old picture of what Tatler magazine used to be. Um, so that's his Instagram story right now. So he's not he's not there anymore because this caused a lot of shit. So <clears throat> what happens is they write that they have this story. And what I think is that this started out as PR. PR for Catherine. Um, and so, you know, because Tatler, since Megan married into the family, Tatler has been firmly on the Cambridge side, firmly on Team Kate, uh, basically. And so this was supposed to be a, a flattering story, in my opinion. This was supposed to be a flattering article, just like most of the things written, written about Catherine recently. And so... <laughs> if you read it it's a real shit show though so I don't know I recommend you go I'm not going to link the article because I think Tatler is not great they've been very you know we'll say shady to Megan in the past um and even in this article they're very you know it's not very kind to Megan um but the article uh, claims to have spoken to royal insiders, uh, friends of the Duchess of Cambridge, and um, courtiers, I believe um, it's saying. I mean, it's it's kind of a long article, so I'm, I'm not going to read the whole thing. Uh, but, um, so yeah, what I think is that this article started off as, it was. it's meant to be, 
you know, a positive thing about Catherine, about how she's, they call her the kingmaker and they, you know, she's, um, this, uh, this sort of narrative that not just Tatler, but a lot of, uh, other British, um, British publications have been going with about Catherine being, uh, about Catherine saving the monarchy. You know, she is going to be the one that saved the monarchy after, you know, after Harry and Meghan left and the Prince Andrew scandal and just all of the things happening, uh, Catherine is going to be the one to save them, <clears throat> to save the monarchy or to, you know, to keep the monarchy going. So that was supposed to be the tenor of the article. But then <laughs> if you read it, it's like, what the hell were they thinking? Full disclosure, we don't know who the friend the the alleged friends of Catherine were um who are supposedly uh interviewed for this article you know all of it is anonymous sourcing so you don't really know anybody here but the thinking is that an article with Catherine on the cover like Tatler wouldn't Tatler is still a high society magazine. People in that world still pay attention to it. Um, you know, Tatler is a, an important part of that sort of British high society. And so they wouldn't put Catherine on the cover and do like a hit piece on her um, because basically they would want to stay in good standing with the Cambridges, you know, they they wouldn't want this. And obviously with Richard Denon being uh, an old friend or maybe a current friend of the, the Duchess or the Middleton family in general, um, you know, they will, it will want, they will want to keep things smooth. So they wouldn't write a hit piece about her, but this article is wild, you guys. So, <laughs> They say a lot of flattering things about Catherine. Um, they talk about how how she, she dresses well, and you know she's always she she never puts a foot out of line. Basically, all the old shit you've heard before about uh, you know perfect Catherine. She never does anything wrong. She never says anything, so you can't uh, you can't um, you can't hold anything against her. She's quiet. She's beautiful. Blah blah blah. <clears throat> That's whatever that you can read that anywhere you want. You can copy, they, they've copy and pasted that in many different ways in many articles. Uh, go read one of them. The good part of this is when they start talking about the Middletons and specifically Mama Middleton. What's her name? Carol. Carol with an E. Um, so <laughs> they said they... Carol is basically, um, she, according to this article, Carol, Carol basically runs everything. She, um, she, you know, the, the Cambridges turned to her for everything. She did everything down to even like decorating their, their home. Like Catherine goes to her for everything um William goes to her for everything she has a ton of influence uh supposedly over William both William and Catherine um 
she's 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 basically the silent third of their marriage. It's going to be King, Queen, and co-queen Carol when uh, when and if William ever ascends to the throne. Um, so <laughs> this is wild. So they do that. They say that about um, <laughs> about Carol Middleton. They kind of they they really shady toward Pippa. They say Pippa. Um, is they 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 uh they say Catherine has a new posh accent um now that now that she's the Duchess of Cambridge you know she's she's developed this new uh posh accent that's different from the the her original accent mm. and Pippa is uh supposedly changed too she um basically Pippa thinks she's too good for everything now <laughs> is what they're saying and it's like oh shit they're going like and I don't uh, this article because I'm telling you you guys it reads like it's supposed to be positive about Catherine the negative things they say about her they they mostly blame it on her mother um you know it's just it's wild so then the other thing is that uh the alleged friends of of Kate are interviewed here and they say things like Kate is working um she she's working like a top CEO now how she's very upset with Harry and Meghan for stepping down um as uh as working royals because now she has all of this extra work and they actually have the nerve to say that that Harry and Meghan have thrown have thrown the Cambridge kids under the bus um, because because by quitting, they have put a, a bigger burden on Catherine and William. And now Kate, who's a mother of three and trying to juggle everything, she has so much more work. <laughs> I'm sorry. I don't even know how you keep, how you cannot laugh at this as, as, um, as they're saying it. It is ridiculous. So they threw the Cambridge kids under the bus because they left and they put more <clears throat> work and pressure on Catherine. Now they can't do school runs and they can't spend as much time with the children as they would like to because they want to be hands-on parents. It's like, oh my God, uh, take out your tiny violin and play it for the Cambridges because <laughs> I don't, and this is so like, I don't know when, um, this uh, I don't know when this article was completed, but uh, I know some of the they spoke about doing this cover with the Cambridges a few months ago, at least according to Richard Denon of Tatler. Um, so this story comes out five days ago and they rehash the whole <clears throat> Megan May Kate cry thing. Um, <clears throat> and the the I guess like there's so many iterations of this story at this point. But the iteration that was that is in the Tatler, Tatler article, excuse me, is that uh, Megan and Kate argued because Kate wanted the bridesmaids to wear tights under their dresses, and Megan didn't want that. And so Megan, bitch Megan, made a beautiful white English rose Kate cry because she you know, didn't want, <laughs> she didn't want the bridesmaids to wear, uh, tights. 
<clears throat> now, if you remember, it was a really, it was a warm day um, when the, the Sussexes got married. And so, you know, the tights thing is not a big deal. People are going to talk about protocol and there's, you know, go read Jan, Jan Moore <clears throat> for the Daily Mail wrote an article about how Kate was right to challenge Megan about wearing uh, the kids wearing tights because it's against protocol and how dare Megan have these little girls running around with their bare legs in front of the queen because protocol, protocol, bitch Megan, Kate cried, protocol. Let me tell you, there is no protocol for how <laughs> for how the bridesmaids are supposed to dress. Um, there is no protocol for wearing tights. <clears throat> Megan didn't break any rules by having the bridesmaids not wear tights there is no protocol for this <clears throat> kate and william had a much more formal wedding and the bridesmaids and their war tights but um in uh for harry and Meghan's wedding the the little boys what are the little boys called the ushers i forget what the what the little boy <laughs> i forget what they're supposed to be called um but the little boys all wore miniature versions of harry's uniform supposedly there's a thing about that too about little boys uh george's age and younger not wearing long pants and there's a whole so there's a whole thing about that they wore long pants nobody's talking about that it's all about charlotte uh the tights and these dresses and kate crying and i can't even care about this anymore actually there's a new narrative um as well about <laughs> Uh, I forget, I don't know which British tabloid came up with this, but supposedly they weren't mad about tights. Kate didn't care about tights. She cared about the fact that Megan wanted uh, Charlotte's dress to be too short. So now Megan, you know, wants to, wants this little girl, little baby Charlotte to wear a teeny tiny, you know, mini dress or something like that. Like who knows what it is now, but either way you turn it, it's, Kate is, you know, following the rules, trying to do the right thing. And Megan, Megan is being bad, mean, bad Megan. Um, bad, mean, black, bad Megan. <clears throat> and so this story goes out. And it, I think it's supposed to be positive. I will go to my grave until I hear something else. I think this is supposed to be a positive PR thing, especially since Tatler since Richard Denon and Tatler claimed that they they let the Cambridges know what was going on and basically said that they were working with the Cambridges on this story. I don't know how closely that they, they say they were working with them, um, but the Cambridges knew about this story. So the the idea is that the Cambridges gave their, their friends or the people close to them... Um, the okay to talk to Tatler and, you know, do this PR thing for them. And so I guess they, they expected this to turn out the way that <clears throat> a lot of the stuff have been turning, has been turning out for them lately. And that it was just going to be a puff piece. It was going to be how great Kate is, how she's the Kingmaker. And it was going to basically pass passive aggressively or just, you know, kind of aggressively, aggressively uh, attack, the Sussexes, you know, Kate doing all this work, the Sussexes, Sussexes leave, blah, blah, blah. 
So this story comes out. Uh, other publications pick it up, and it did not go. Twitter picked it up, and we were off, you guys. So Twitter went wild with this story because basically. <clears throat> Whoever, you know, talked about Kate being uh, working like a CEO and basically she's working so hard. It is it sounds like it sounds like it's from quotes from people who are just so out of touch with the current world we're living in. And, you know, calling saying that Kate um, saying that it's too much work for her not realizing that <clears throat> by saying this, it doesn't sound like, you know, they put a ton of extra work on Kate. It sounds like Kate is just lazy. So we get back to the whole lazy, lazy Cambridge's narrative. Um, <laughs> um, the work shy Cambridge's um, thing that, that was, that was a thing until Megan came into the family. Um, <laughs> and supposedly they were working so much. And so then like people read this and there started being articles about how, you know, people actually looking at Kate's workload and they're like, she, she's only done 11 engagements, this engagements this year. Um, she hadn't done that many engagements last year. And so people actually questioning her work ethic again, when they're, they were finally, um, able to get away from this. Um, <laughs> The Cambridges were finally, because of the Sussexes, the Cambridges were finally able to get away from the whole work shy thing because the British media has decided that they were just going to blow smoke up their asses all the time. And so, but now it's back and like full force. So Twitter went wild. Um, <laughs> um, Kate, they started calling Kate Karen, Karen Middleton. Um, <laughs> the Royal Karen, they started calling her. My God. Twitter was great that day. Um, Twitter has been great for <laughs> the last, uh, for a few days on this issue. It was awesome, you guys. It was so great. Uh, it was so funny. Um, I don't even know who to recommend for you to go read, but it was, it was hilarious. And then you had, you not only had, you know, regular um, Twitter people <laughs> going on, going um at kate about this um but you had blue check marks going like making fun of her for this and so basically to me in my opinion this was like a pr thing that kind of blew up in the cambridge's faces and they've been getting a lot of credit for how you know pr savvy they've been but i in my opinion they haven't been very pr savvy <clears throat> they've had their their occasions recently but they've it's been more about the British media not challenging them at all, sort of letting them, letting them float when they should have been calling them out for some of the shit they've been doing. Like the whole, um, the whole private plane thing where <laughs> they take, they, they are, uh, mysteriously caught going, you know, walking to get on their budget flight to go to, where were they going? They going to Sandringham. Um, they, the, you know, the Cambridges were caught, uh, you know, carrying their own bags, getting on their budget flight to go to um, to go to Sandringham right after Harry and Meghan had the whole private plane um, <clears throat> blow up or not blow up that mm, private plane uh, thing. Um, and so. And, you know, 
there were a few articles about it, but if that had been, if it had been reversed, you would have gotten a ton, like the, the British media would have come down like a ton of bricks on Harry and Meghan for taking advantage of this, you know, a PR thing, you know, getting on a budget flight after William had been caught, William and his family had been caught on a private jet, but that got swept aside and we kept on talking about the Sussexes taking private jets for the next, I don't know, we were still talking about it. Um, so yeah. <clears throat> so to me, it's not about them being PR savvy. It's just about them not getting any pushback on some of the, the things that they have been doing. And this is when like, you couldn't ignore it. Like the British media has, they have tried to ignore it. Like Dan Wooten, I don't think has written anything about it. Um, you've had like very minimal coverage of of some of the things that are actually said in there and and you know not no criticism of Kate no 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 criticism of Kate's friends speaking up from a lot of the the regular royal watchers who have been you know very loud about telling Megan's friends to you know shut up like even when Meg when when it's alleged that Megan's friends have spoken to a magazine or to um like even like the telegraph or something like that you have you know the the old the old timey royal watchers you know see sepe or what do you call her sepe smith or i don't know how you pronounce that that person's name but you know who i'm talking about um if you're on twitter <clears throat> you know you have those people who immediately buy it and are like you know megan's friends need to be quiet they don't you know they need to stop talking to the media blah 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 and with Kate, uh, whose friends allegedly spoke to Tatler for this article, it's radio silence. They got nothing to say or they go straight into defend Kate mode. And it's like, cool, but don't don't sit on Twitter acting like you're um, an objective party. Um, and it's it's like, come on, you guys, there's a double standard. Let's stop pretending that there's not. Let's stop stop acting like you're being objective when you're criticizing Megan. Um, you're not. You just don't like you don't like Megan. You might be racist. And um, you know, it's protect protect Kate at all costs. And so <sighs> KP Kensington Palace for all the new people here. KP released a statement basically saying the article was false. And that, you know, they they didn't know anything about it. Article false, you know, they have a bunch of wrong things in there. Now, this is, this goes against the whole never complain, never explain thing that, that uh, people have been yelling um, at Sussex, uh, Sussex fans and <clears throat> um, just supposedly uh, at, just any everybody they've just been yelling it into the ether you know never complain never explain stiff up stiff up her lip shut up um tell megan to just ignore all of this stuff uh you know these stories are not important immediately after kate started getting criticized for this article um kp releases a statement about this tadler article and it's like so what happened to never complain never explain um why this article they haven't, there's not really anything new in it. Like I said, they brought up the bridesmaid story again. Um, 
the fact that Tatler has written um, cover stories and major articles criticize not just criticizing Megan, but being really nasty and mean um, in their criticism of Megan. And those articles got widespread coverage. You know, you had t- British tabloids quoting them um, as just the gospel truth. And KP didn't say anything. But suddenly with this story, uh, it's, you know, KP has a response. Now, Richard Denon, like I said, responded or, um, responded and said that he stands behind the story. Tatler stands behind the story. And... Um, and yeah, but then he archived his, um, his Instagram, deleted all the posts. And so who knows where we stand right now? As of right now, Emily Andrews for the Daily Mail, she works for the Daily Mail now, you guys. Um, she wrote an article saying that the Cambridges plan to sue about this because of the the sexism and the, you know, the inaccuracies uh, in the article. Now, if they sue, I'm going to do another, uh, I'm going to do an emergency uh, podcast for that because that is going to be some high-class BS or high-key BS. High-class BS too, you know, they're the upper class. Anyway, because you, I have seen nothing but criticism for um, Harry and Meghan's lawsuits against uh, the British press. You know, Meghan, who uh, whose privacy may be may have been invaded with the printing that the Daily Mail did of her letter, um, or her her copyright had um, had at the very least been violated and i still saw people and those those laws the laws about you know copyright and you know all that are fairly clear um in the uk but even then i had people i saw people saying you know what is she doing how why is she suing she should get over it you know never complain never explain that bullshit and it's like really so now we're going to praise Kate, celebrate Kate for suing about an article that is just, is gossip, you know? And, and, you know, maybe people will believe it, maybe they won't, but it's basically just gossip. And so the fact that this story is something that drew KP out, it's just like, it's just another example of how, how little support Megan was getting over there. Because there, I'm telling how, how many I don't even know how many um, how many articles, um, nasty articles Tatler did about Megan. I know they did. I remember one cover story where they're basically asking, where they were basically taking a poll and asking people, was Megan was was Me- basically the question was was Megan even worth having around? Um, and they did a whole like. I don't know, article like issue thing about that. They had Megan um, on the cover and it's so it's like KP, nothing to say about it. You know, everything with Megan, all the insults Megan was just supposed to take. And it was just, 
you know, you have to have a thick skin, you know, just be quiet. It'll go away. Don't worry about this stuff. And for this article, uh, KP comes out guns blazing, calling everybody liars, you know, saying they didn't know anything about this. Now, I don't know whether they knew anything about it. Maybe Richard Denon is being, you know, maybe he's lying. I don't like him either. So, you know, fuck all of them. But I'm just saying, just the hypocrisy and the double standard is just, uh, it's not surprising, but I'm just saying, I want, I like to observe these things. So, I wish my cat would shut up. Um, so yeah, that is what's happening. That is the tea, you guys. Uh, it's so very fun. <clears throat> talking about this because there has literally been zero happening except for zoom calls and i could not <sighs> you know the zoom calls are nice and everybody's doing nice things blah blah blah. but anyway <clears throat> couldn't talk about more zoom calls <clears throat> it's gonna it's it's been it's been fun not royal watching but royal fandom watching uh the last few days because ooh, people have been like twisting themselves into pretzels trying to justify you know their defense of Kate in this situation they're um trying to find any way to uh absolve Kate and William of any um any blame or wrongdoing it's a whole thing um so basically I want to tell you uh everybody's a hypocrite the royal fandom has big time racists uh the the tumblr feminists uh who come at you every time you don't uh about uh pitting women against each other uh who always have criticism for megan no matter what happens whether it's megan's fault or not they find a way to blame her uh can't be bothered to criticize kate right now um and you know that's your prerogative. You don't have to be consistent, but don't ask me to take you seriously if you're not going to try to be, try to at least be objective. So that's it, you guys. I finished my tea. Uh, so I feel like this episode is done too. I don't know when I'm going to do my next episode, but um, keep the Karen Middleton jokes coming. They're all funny to me. <laughs> they never get old. Um, this, is, this whole story has been giving me life um over the last few days this and bts has been have been my saving grace over the last few days um it's been awesome so um follow me on the socials sipping royalty on twitter sipping royalty pod on instagram um sipping royalty on tumblr <clears throat> uh subscribe leave a five-star review for the podcast and i will talk to you again I don't know, next week, two weeks from now, who knows? When something new happens, I'll get my cup of tea and we will discuss it. So until next time, everybody, bye.